just a disclaimer. If you are not interested in hearing a small eight-minute update of my life recently and just exciting things that have been happening for me and you just want to get straight into the topic of this episode, just skip to like eight and a half minutes or so and then I get into it because I'm apparently very good at doing intros that are way too long. Enjoy! Many exciting things have been happening recently for me. First of all, today I got to witness my first birth as a midwife student, which was absolutely amazing. I have only been really studying mid for about four months. It's been since August, so September, October, November. Yep, three months. (laughs) Not very long, really. Maybe a bit longer. Um, And basically we have this thing called COCs, Continuity of Care, and that's where we follow an individual woman throughout her whole pregnancy. Well, you meet the woman and then you go to her appointments from that point forwards and then you attend the birth if she's happy for you to do that and then you visit her afterwards to make sure everything's going okay. It's for professional development. Well, we also have placements, but this is more personal and these you don't you don't do anything you just observe but I saw a c-section today it's where they cut open the stomach and take out the baby from there and it was amazing I I don't know what to say it's just it's incredible like a lot of people would probably faint at the sight of that or faint at the thought of that, but it was actually really incredible to see and it's actually been really lovely for me to be able to do that and know that it's not something that I actually, like, it's not something that I can't stand. Now that I've seen it, I know, okay, at least I am aware that it's something that doesn't turn me off of the of the area of study, you know. The actual birth isn't going to, like, take away my passion of pregnancy because that's my interest. That's what I want to go into. I'm doing nursing and midwifery, if you didn't know. So it's very nice to be able to finally do what I've wanted to do since the start of the year because midwifery is my interest. Anyway, that's the one. That's the first exciting thing. The second exciting thing is I have placement in two weeks. So today's the 6th of the 11th and placement is on the 20th. Oh, it's exactly two weeks away. That's funny. Um, I didn't realize it was two weeks away, but, um, that was just more of a guess. So yeah, I have nursing for two weeks from the 20th to whatever two weeks is after that. It's the 1st of... December I believe because it's only till Friday the weekend's not included and then I have midwifery placement right after that for one week so three weeks of placement so it's gonna be very busy 
So I'm going to use these two weeks to enjoy and relax before things get a bit hectic. But I'm excited for mid because I can, it's in Ballarat and I, I have family up there and it's considered a rural placement, which is nice because they recommend that you do a rural placement at some point. But I chose it because firstly, no one wants to, to do a rural placement because it's too annoying to get to, it takes too long. But I have family there and I love going to Ballarat, so it's perfect and I'm very glad I got it. And then for my nursing, it's only a 30-minute bus ride away and I just have to deal with the anxiety that comes with wondering if the bus is going to arrive on time and pray that it does because that will be stressful if it doesn't because hospital parking is not cheap. It was $20 for my stay today for like four hours. It was bit expensive but apparently that's cheap for a hospital so don't quote me um last exciting thing is recently me and my boyfriend have been working on a project of making me a pc and i just to let you know i'm not a technical person at all like at all I don't know much about IT. If there's something happening with my technology, I have to look it up. I have no idea. Or ask my dad, or ask my boyfriend, or ask my brother if I'm desperate. He's not much help, though. Um, But I can't rely on my own brain because it's not going to help at all. There's nothing in there. I've never, like, taken an IT course or done anything like that in school. So that's not my expertise. However... My boyfriend has upgraded his PC many times and he has lots of old parts that he wasn't using and was going to throw out and he thought, well, I think it'd be nice to reuse them and we pretty much had all the parts we needed already to make a whole new PC. I just had to buy a case and a couple other things like internet adapter and um, some space. I got a terabyte of space for the PC and then put it all together and now I'm using that right now so I have to make a new macro because I'm using I'm using audacity right now and I I use a macro which is basically it's like a code okay now this makes me sound like I'm an IT person but I'm not it's basically a code that it saves into the app where you can pick what kind of settings you want to adjust the audio with like increase volume make it reduce background noise stuff like that just make the make the audio sound better and there's lots of different things and basically you can save the order you do them in so that rather than going through each thing every time you make a recording you can just press one button and it'll do it all for you so I have to make another one of those because my normal ones on my laptop And I have to duplicate it on this PC, so if I mess it up, it might sound slightly different, but honestly, you probably won't be able to tell, because this is a good microphone. And I like how it sounds, but anyway. So yeah, the PC, very, very happy with it, because before I was just doing everything on my laptop, and I do, I'm not a gamer, but I do enjoy playing games with my friends online, and my PC, my laptop did not cope with that very well. I love this game called Phasmophobia. It's like a horror game where you hunt ghosts and um, it's quite a 
demanding game where it requires a fair bit of pressure on your on your device so my computer my laptop didn't cope very well with it and it was not easy to play but it still ran but it was very glitchy and everything so and I when I played it for the first time on this PC I swear to god it was like it's like Christmas it was beautiful it was crispy it was smooth I could finally see the floor properly without it all being just like blurry it was just a, it's just nice to be able to actually do things and not have to unplug five things every time I bring my laptop out. <laughs> anyway, um, that's kind of my spiel for recently. Honestly, at this point, I'm just going to record an episode whenever I feel like it. There's no point in saying, oh, I'll do it every two weeks or I'll do it every week because I just don't, I don't hold up to it. It's easy to just record when I feel like it. So that was a very long intro. It's more of like an update of my life. Now we're going to get into the actual topic that I wanted to talk about. And it might surprise you a little bit what I'm wanting to talk about because basically I was going to say recently but I've kind of always felt like this. I'm, oh, my watch is saying I have an abnormally high heart rate for whatever reason but my watch is not very accurate. Um, I've kind of always felt like I don't, I'm not confident enough when I make small talk with people. I've never been very confident with making new friends. It's given me a lot of anxiety in the past. And I say that it might surprise you because on this podcast, all I do is talk to myself. But that's because I'm comfortable with myself and I'm comfortable talking to a wall because there's no one here to judge me. Well, you are all out there judging me, but like I don't see you and I like can't control that. But when it when it's in person and I have to make conversation, unless I'm like really comfortable with that person already, like it's my family or it's my close friends or my boyfriend, I will I'll be very kind of anxious and like overthinking while I'm speaking like as I'm listening to them talk I worry that I'm not going to have anything interesting to say in reply if that makes sense and this is a very normal thing that a lot of people get but for some reason it makes me really anxious and I really want to get over it and I'm sure I feel like this is a good episode to do because for any of you out there who are struggling with the same issue, you can kind of follow me in trying to get better with it. I'm also trying to speak a little bit clearer. I I often, when I'm like on a roll and I'm like talking and I'm really motivated with talking, I kind of stumble on my words. I can't find my words very well. I want to be like more well-spoken. That's why I'm trying to speak a bit slower today and take breaks so I can put the words together before they come tumbling out and not make sense. Do you know what I mean? I want to be able to communicate better is basically my my goal and what I want to talk about today. It It's happened since, since I started high school, I would say. In primary school, I did not care. I did not care what people thought of me. 
I was just there enjoying my time, whether it was by myself or with my friends. I would just talk and not not think twice before I spoke. Whereas when I went into high school, I didn't have any friends going into it. And I was like, okay, this is my time to become a cool kid. <laughs> this is literally, I remember driving to my first day of year seven to orientation and I was reading a book on how to make friends. I actually remember this so clearly. And I was nervous and I was reading this book and it was like, be confident, be yourself. Ask them questions about themselves. Speak confidently, all of that. That, all of that I'm not that great with. (laughs) Because when I'm anxious and nervous, I overthink as I'm speaking. And then I don't like silence when when I'm feeling like that. I'm okay with silence if I'm comfortable with the person. It's like, it's a comfortable silence. Whereas if I'm with someone I'm not as comfortable with and it's silent, I really don't like it. And they might not give, they might not care. They probably don't think twice about it because I'm, with certain people, I'm always quite quiet. I feel like at my job, at my cafe, when it's quiet there, I'll be completely honest, I just am not very good at making small talk because they're not my close friends, I don't see them every day. I'm just not very good at making small talk and I see everyone else at uni with friends that I've, well, friends of friends, they all get along so well with people that they've barely met and I don't understand how people can be so confident. It's just something that I really want to work on not being so anxious about around someone new. I want to be able to communicate with someone new the same way I would communicate with someone who I'm comfortable with because it would just make life so much easier. It would make me be able to make friends a lot better. It'd make it it helped me make a good first impression because I feel like it might just be my own head in my own head saying this, but like when I feel like I've made a bad first impression, I feel like there's no going back. There's no one doing that. If I make a first impression that's painting me in a very shy light, in a quiet light, I feel like there's no point in trying to change that and trying to be all talkative after a while because they'll just think, oh, she's having a good day, but she's not always like that. It's kind of a toxic trait against myself because if I feel like I haven't done a good enough job of making a first impression then I just won't bother trying to change that impression after that and then there's there's this stupid ad on on the radio that says oh it only takes seven seconds to make a first impression and I'm like yeah that's not long and that's not very much time for me to build confidence and feel like I've done a good job of making a first impression Like, I remember my first placement, my first nursing placement earlier this year, I was not, I was terrified. I was so scared. I didn't know what to do. Um, And the buddies that I was buddied up with, like my buddy nurses, I was more confident with some than others. Some of them, I felt like I gave a, a bad first impression because I was quite shy and nervous. And then after that, I just never really g- gained the confidence to try to 
speak up more because they'd already seen me shy and they'd probably think I'd always be like that but then with other people that I just instantly was more comfortable with some people you just are more comfortable with in general some people you just click with better and the hard part is to be able to try to be confident with people who you don't click with because sometimes you have to try whether it's people you work with or people that your friends are friends with and that sort of thing So at this placement, I definitely got along with a few people quite well and I was comfortable with them and I was okay with not talking. Like I felt it was a comfortable silence, but then I was happy to talk to them and it was easy. Whereas other people, I felt like it was just so awkward and I didn't know what to ask. There's like a few questions you can ask such as, Oh, so how long have you been working as a nurse? Like, do you enjoy this job? Where else have you worked? How Do you have a family? Like, that sort of thing. And you, you end up running out of those questions. And if they don't make any effort after that with you because they think that you're already going to be quiet and shy, they're going to think it's not worth it. And then they don't want to talk. And then I don't know what else to say. And then it's just this endless spiral of me not being confident or comfortable with them. And that's just not enjoyable. And I get this problem all the time and I'm so sick of it, especially at uni. I I put so much pressure on myself to make friends earlier this year and it's kind of hard for me to accept the fact that I've got a lot of friends already. Like I was talking about this with one of my friends at my cafe where I work, telling them, don't you ever feel like you need to make friends at uni otherwise like it's boring? they're like, yeah, but I already have enough friends like outside of uni. I don't feel like I need to make more. And I kind of never really thought about that. Like you don't have to make friends. You can be friendly, but you don't have to make friends. And if you find someone who you really click, click, with, click with, it's very lucky. You can't force a friendship if you don't click, but you can try to make it more manageable when you're around them. If you have a class with someone who you don't click with, but you're in a group with them, you don't have to be best friends, but you can still try to make it enjoyable for both of you. And I want to do that more at my work. Because when I, I, I swear to God, I spent weeks and weeks trying to build confidence when I first started working there, because everyone there was already so close and I felt like I was intruding. But after a while I started to click with a few people but other people I felt I just felt like I had made a bad first impression and I just never like that's why I kind of got along better with the newer people because I felt like I could start fresh make a good impression and then stay comfortable with them but with the older staff I wasn't I just had this mindset that oh they already think I'm boring they already think I don't talk I just I'm very good at thinking that people think the worst of me. <laughs> it's called overthinking. Um, and it's very hard for me to change that mindset. It's very hard for me to be comfortable with them and try to make conversation without being awkward. And it's very hard for me to be in silence with those people. I feel like I should be talking because they'd be talking if it was someone else. If it was one of the other girls and not me, they'd be having a great time. Whereas with me they're having a boring time and that makes me feel worse 
and it's just an endless cycle. So I think what I'm going to just try to do is stop giving myself a bias with different people, stop seeing people differently and try to just be neutral with everyone so that I don't get all shy around certain people because I think that they think less of me. If they think less of me, there's nothing I can do about it. I I didn't do anything wrong. It's just how it is, but I can at least try to make conversation as best I can and try to try to treat them like someone I'm close with. And if they don't respond, then that's not my fault. It's not something I can control, so it's not something I should worry about. I have to remind myself that a lot. If it's something out of your control, you shouldn't waste your energy worrying about it because there's no point. It's worth worrying about something you can change because then it makes you realise, hang on, this is causing me stress and problems but there's something I can do about it, so maybe I should do something about it, and then you do, and then it's gone. Whereas if you're worrying every day about an asteroid crashing into Earth and us all dying, that's not going to change it from happening. However, if you're worried about, I don't know, your computer crashing from some virus and you're stressed about that every day, at least you can put more security on your laptop so that you can at least feel like you've done something about it and reduce the chances of it happening. And I came up with that solution because of having built the PC and having to do all that with my dad. Um, oh, by the way, another cool thing about the PC is the case has glass around it and it's a special case, so it came with a marker and I can draw on it. And I'm really excited about that. I still have to design a picture to draw on it. Um, it's going to be so cool. And then all the LEDs will shine through the picture and it's just going to be really cool. Anyway, I'm going off track. Yeah, so anyway, if you're dealing with this problem, I really do sympathize with you because it's not easy. And... It's all about perspective because when I think of someone else, if I hear someone else talk about having an issue like this, I honestly like, I look at them and I think, but you're such an amazing person. Like I know a few people who think of, who think down on themselves and aren't confident in their own abilities to make friends and such. But then I think, but you're so comfortable with me and at least you're comfortable with the people that you're really close to and like I don't see them as having a massive problem whereas when I think of myself having this problem it feels like it makes me feel like I'm not good enough as a whole and that's what the issue is so I'm gonna start I, I actually had a problem at the start of the year where I was being really hard on myself for every little mistake I made. For example, like, I would forget to save a piece of work and I and some of the progress would be deleted and I would beat myself up over that. Or when I'm driving and I felt like I went a couple Ks over the speed limit and I would just worry about that for the rest of the day and worry about getting a speeding fine. Or if I forgot forgot to do something at work 
and no one else even notices and no one else cares and it doesn't matter like if I forgot to finish cleaning the dishes or something and someone else ended up doing it it's like no one cares but I care I well I cared because I was beating myself myself up over not doing things to my best ability but there's only so much you can do we are human we make human errors every day it's just part of nature and I've now come to the that acceptance and I don't get anxious about it anymore which is such a relief because I was really beating myself up over that sort of thing and I still do get anxious when I drive I get anxious about parking I would have driven around more and tried to find a free parking space today at the hospital but like I just didn't want the stress of worrying about getting a parking ticket because it was somehow an illegal spot that I didn't realize I would just rather pay $20 for a spot in the building (laughs) so that I wasn't anxious when I was already anxious enough about doing my first birth. But anyway, so if you are having these kind of issues, I invite you to try with me to change it and I always feel like I try to change myself and then I feel bad about wanting to change myself and it's just a spiral of feeling shit feeling shit about myself and wanting to change that but then I feel bad about wanting to change myself because you're supposed to be who you are so I'm gonna try to find a balance of being myself but not trying to fake it to the point where I'm not being true to myself anymore. I'll go out of my way to talk to people in a way that's true to myself, but I'm not going to fake anything. And if I'm feeling tired that day and less talkative, even less talkative than normal, that's okay. I don't have to talk to people, but I just have to not feel bad about not talking to people. I have to feel comfortable with it. And if someone talks to me, just be friendly back. Just put a little bit of energy into talking to that person back and then you'll feel better about it later on because you'll feel like you've had a nice interaction. It'll make you happier. It'll improve your day. And it might make you feel good that you've participated in someone else's conversation. Maybe they're having the same issue and they're trying to talk to you and they don't feel like you're trying so then they feel like they're not good enough and it's like it's a lose-lose but you get what I mean anyway it is now 7 30 I'm hungry I'm gonna go eat dinner and then I'm gonna start designing a picture to draw on my pc I'm gonna text a few people try not to be anxious about anything and honestly the three, the three weeks away I'm going to have it at placement is going to be a massive thing for me because I'll take a step back from everything, be more confident. I'll be confident professionally. I'm going to try to be really confident professionally, do everything I can, ask questions, smile more, and just enjoy it. And then when I get back, hopefully that will stem into everything else I do including work, including driving, including uni and family events. Even at family events with family members I'm not as close to, I'm a bit distant. 
So I would like to get more comfortable with myself and my abilities to talk to people. So that is the goal and I'm going to try my best. And I mean that in the most honest way. So I'm going to try my best and I'm going to stop repeating myself. I'm just like hyping myself up even though I'm not going to be going out for the next three days because I've got nothing to do and I'm relaxing and I'm chilling. Anyway, love you all. Thank you for hanging out with me. Hope you're all doing okay. If you've got any issues, anxieties, problems, worries, if they're not in your control, just accept the fact that they're not in your control. But if they are, talk to someone about it or journal about it, or think about it. I'm not being very helpful, I know. You should journal about it. Oh, yeah, I'm being really helpful, I know. But I'm sure it'll blow over, whatever it is. It's not going to last long, okay? Like, no no problem is going to chase you into decades (laughs) into your life unless you've murdered someone or something like that or committed some sort of felony that's going to send you to jail. Unless you've done that, you're going to be fine. Trust me. All right. I'll talk to you soon. It may not be for a while in case I don't record an episode before my placement. But otherwise, I'll talk to you in a while. Bye.